Okay. Testing, testing, test, 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 test. 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 That's a little better. Yeah. I don't know if that's quite good. I'm, I'm hitting the yellow, though. Get your, get the microphone closer to your face. It, this is as close as I can get it. Yeah, but you're like, it looks like you're talking at the blue and not the speaker. Because I can't get this thingy to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? That actually made a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, pals. Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hybel study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome. We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Now that that's out of the way, what you having today? Today, I have, um, I'm, I've got a cart. It's a grapefruit durbin by Honeycomb. I've never heard of Honeycomb. I hadn't until I finally started going to the dispensary a block from my house. <laughs> and then I learned that they've got $1 joints and $5 carts, and Honeycomb is my new fave. <laughs> okay. I'd see if uh, Charger or something has that. Yeah, they're cheap. They're actually good, though, too. So Good. You know, no complaints here. Today I'm having Moonbow Gelato from Element. Ooh. Yeah. Live resin. Ooh, fancy that. <laughs> fancy. Mm -hmm. That is fancy. Mm -hmm. Super smooth. Those $1 joints, I cannot express this enough. Those $1 joints smoke better than so many $15 joints I've purchased in the past. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Well, no, no, <laughs> joint, no. That, that should be a dollar thing. Like, you're, it's going to last you a minute of smoking time, and then 15 minutes after that, maybe. No. Hmm. Yeah, straight up. See, I don't mind buying pre-rolls when, when they're a dollar. Yeah. They've always felt like a waste of money for me because the market was still really high here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was $10 for a cheap joint. And that was for a cheap one, you know? Yes, I know, no. The pre-rolls should be just the same as, like, a McChicken, okay? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get just straight as much up. satisfaction, probably. <laughs> straight up, you're right. One meal, one joint, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't know, though, because that McChicken price keeps going up. Oh, it does, yeah. But I mean, still, you know, match it to the McChicken. Like, that's fair. Like, okay, market's going up, whatever, 109, whatever it is now. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. <laughs> oh we'll, we'll make some, we're, we're going to go above and beyond. We'll, we'll do the McSpliff. The McSpliffs? Oh, my God. Yes. I love it. Dude, a McDonald's equivalent in the weed industry. That would be wild. We would need one in the alcohol industry first. What would that be if it already exists? Smirnoff. <laughs> Sweet, we got that rolled up nicely. That means it's time we refer to the Bible. 
Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is episode number 23. Now let's start this by remembering what happened last time. So last time in episode 22, <laughs> this is when Jesus sent his this whole crew out with nothing but the clothes on their backs, and they're healing, they're going on this like, Good spree, blessing houses, healing the sick, telling everybody it's God. And Jesus gives them authority and power over the enemy and, you know, make sure to teach them to be humble, <laughs> to remind them to be humble, to focus on the people they're winning to heaven, not the people who are fucking up. Then we got our Good Samaritan parable about showing mercy and, you know, <laughs> good neighbors. <laughs> and then Martha and Mary. Y'all know Martha and Mary? Uh, I, I've never met a Martha, I don't think. Oh, I have a cousin named Martha. Oh. Kind of works out. <laughs> <laughs> Martha was salty, though. And Jesus said, y'all need to chill. You don't need to be salty. You should be listening. All right, now I'm done being sassy and horribly reviewing the Bible. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be shorter or... Not because it, it's cause, I mean, a lot of the stuff so we've already read. And, yeah. And part of yeah. it we did read before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a, a, a greatest hits we're getting right now. All right. Greatest hits. Mm. My fave. And the first section was Luke 11, 1 to 13. It's just uh, another time he was praying on his own and then he gets interrupted and he's like, okay. And deals with the situation. <laughs> yep, totally. Oh, man. He's always dealing with situations. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, yeah, because so he's praying, and then uh, one of his disciples is like, hey, can you teach me how to pray? Just John did that. And according to my notes, yeah, it was customary for famous rabbis to compose special prayers. So it's oh. like Jesus is totally a bard at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So oh, that then on. has to suggest he has defeated his greatest villains with sex. Oh my god, that's amazing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This implies a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just need to understand the relationship between God and Satan, like Lucifer, so I can understand the, the, the relationship between Jesus and Lucifer. I think Jesus and Lucifer are brothers. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Mm -hmm. The ultimate incest. <laughs> oh God! What? Isn't that what it is? Wouldn't he? Wouldn't it be? Yeah, but the, and if if they're all God or a part of God or somehow, then it's like it's just also very yourself. intricate masturbation. It's just some really intense narcissistic kink. Yes. Oh, gosh. Wow. Oh, man. Well, I'm really going to hell if all this is real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just says, like, the, the Lord's Prayer. He, again, um, which, you know, the prayer when broken down is just a simple mantra to give yourself goodwill for the day or the hour whenever you need to remember it. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Like, he goes on to explain, like, then how you need to pray um, with, like, another little parable 
It's like, hey, you have a friend like this, right? That, you know, you have an, another friend that has come to you late at night and needs bread. So then you, you don't have any bread. So then you go to this other friend and you knock on his door. You ask for, for the bread. And he's like, no, it's late. I'm not getting up. But then Jesus is just like, just keep knocking. And eventually he's going to get up because he's going to get annoyed by it. And then Yeah. I thought it was interesting because I was, um, you know, just looking up this parable on Google, trying to get more insight mm-hmm. from various places. And uh, everywhere calls it the persistent friend parable. And I thought that was kind of interesting um, because I feel like in society today, it is so... I don't know. I feel like we're just kind of the opposite of that. Like, I don't know. I sh- maybe that's not true because there's a lot of cases where the <laughs> people take persistence way too far with that kind of stuff. Um, but I feel like as as a society, we just like, we don't take care of each other anymore like that. Like, you see your friend suffering and instead of helping, you say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just being cynical because that's also not the case all the time. Definitely not all the time. But how people many help each other? But I know. But like how many people do you know would continue to keep asking, though? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what I mean, because like because like it this. So this friend had another friend come to them and say, I don't have bread. I need bread. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't have bread. I'm going to go find you bread. Yeah. Most people today would be, they would just say, I don't have bread. I'm sorry. And that's just where it ends, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess you're you're right there. That That is totally the point. But then um, I had a Bible note that's like, that says that the, the persistence, it possibly could have been instead like shamefulness. Like the guy would then, recon- the, the man denying to help would then reconsider and be like, oh, I don't want to be known as someone who won't help. So... I'm going to yeah. get up and help him. It's like, okay, that that changes. So then if if in this parable, that last man is supposed to be God because this is who you're you're asking for from and you're like God doesn't want to help you, but he then he doesn't want to look bad. Is that what that mean? So I don't know if that quite is like the shamefulness. So I'm sticking with the persistence. Yeah. Oh. But then that also means like with the persistence, if that man is supposed to be God in this parable, then it's like God still doesn't want to help you, but you just have to annoy him. Yeah. You just have to pester him enough until he'll he'll do the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. My whole childhood is making sense. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, no, there was a a little more to it because after he's like, you know, okay, well, you asked me to teach you how to pray. It's like, okay, well, say this and you need to do it like this. And then it's like at the end of it, like you need to trust the process because these gifts might not seem that way at first necessarily. Hmm. Uh, Sorry, I just can't stop picturing Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God and Satan all in some big orgy. (laughs) Uh, my Bible words it kind of weird because um, I think it's supposed to be more like if your son asks you for any of these what are you going to actually give him but mine's like any of you that is a father so that I didn't know if that sounds you know 
if any random child comes up to you and asks you for something, like, you're not going to be a dick, are you? But, right. but then that kind of changes, like, the whole answer to the question. Huh. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because I'm sure Jesus in his travels has seen adults be dicks to kids. And these were, like, real-life examples. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely I'd like kid ask for bread and here have a rock or uh, a fish and it's like well this is a snake and then I don't know how a scorpion is related to an egg at all like what is the how does that just being straight up a dick uh-huh. <laughs> damn yeah so it's, I'm sure those are real life examples so I think it fits um definitely more with like like you you persistently keep in your mind what your goal what you're trying to do is and keep moving towards that and when you get it you might not realize it it might be like this is a freaking scorpion i just wanted an omelet um (laughs) yeah like i was like no you've just never seen it like this before no that's dumb um but like it might take a while to realize i don't have words for this right now just like a takes you to realize that uh, it takes you a while to realize the significance of it sometimes Mm -hmm. that's a good look on that oh but i had a random bible note that told me when exactly now um like it it gives a date ish to when the holy spirit finally came to people well only to the believers not to everyone yet hmm interesting that's you know the day of pentecost 50 days after easter which okay yeah, that feels like enough time, like, all his friends have processed, like, we just got our best friend killed by making him out to be a god, like, oh, what have we done here? Like, right. like that's, that could probably be, like, the heaviest, at least one of the heaviest things someone could have to go through, I would imagine. So yeah. then it's like, okay, we better start thinking about our actions now. Yeah, damn. Yeah, because when you think about that, that would be a lot of guilt to carry around. I mean, Judas didn't. Nope. <laughs> nope, you're right. Yeah, just like going along with it the whole time and just listening to everything he said, doing what he said, and then realizing what that meant in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot. Because, yeah, a month? or No, you said 50 days. 50 days. Yep. That's almost two months. That is definitely enough time to allow <laughs> reality to Yeah, to start seeping back. Yeah. But yeah, so that's all I had for that. Yeah, me too. Well, you want to do the next one? Yeah. All right. This next section is one we've already done. Luke 11, 14 through 54. And yeah, we've already read this. Um, yeah, we, we have. It's kind of weird that we already... Well, why is this being put in again? Like, the exact same thing. So I don't know where the error is. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that this morning because I feel like we've run into that a few times. We've run into, like, um, similar, uh, like, like one, like, uh, stuff in Matthew and Luke that, you know, are describing the same thing but put in at different times. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had, like, the same exact like section to read before i think we have yeah i'm pretty sure it's happened like at least twice okay yeah this is i could be wrong though man i would wish there was better editing in this yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
That's um, the Bible. Jeez. God. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that this morning. Like, that's really weird because isn't this supposed to be like the chronological order? So why is this story coming up at so many different, like, why are these stories coming up at so many different times? Even if it's by different authors, why different times? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, some of them begin with like uh, little setting details that, you know, help to like, okay, this could be different. Like this one has more people rather than just like he's in a house or so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so again, this is, he's, he's got his things he says at least and these are just examples like okay like no i get that i get that but i was looking back at my notes trying to find when we read this because mm-hmm. i remember reading this and i remember taking notes on this uh-huh. but i couldn't find my notes so i don't know when we read it yeah but it was long enough ago that it's been a while and so i'm like why are Let's we reading see. this ex- literal exact same passage now again well it's not the whole thing because before it was just 14 to 36 right Right. Yeah, I remember it ended with the lamp. Right. So, um, to start out this part, Jesus was casting out a mute demon. And, um, basically once this demon was cast out, people were starting to be suspicious. They think his power is that of Beelzebul and Lucifer. Yeah, so then Jesus went on and he was like, you know, if I have that power from Satan, then that's where your son's got it too. And Satan really likes it when everybody's divided. Towns, you know, don't work when they're divided. Nothing works when y'all are divided. It's it's God. Y'all are being touched by God. Yeah, he's just reaffirming what he's been telling them whenever they doubt him. And yeah, the next parable he's talking about, you know, it's a, it's a parable expressing that much stronger enemies are going to come along. And the way I felt it was supposed to come across is when we, we only really stand a chance in those situations with God on our side because we can't do it alone. That's interesting. Yeah. So that, that sounds like the, the church, what you get to me, it yeah. sounded like Jesus is the strong the stronger man in this metaphor and he's coming to uproot the strong man and my bible notes like want to confirm that saying the strong man is satan and i mean that makes sense Uh. because you know it's the adversary and all but like in this context who jesus is talking to the strong man is the religion in place at that point and with them calling right. him a devil worshiper for curing a man, this is really yeah. sounding like science to me. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Okay, okay, but I had a different perspective based on the more churchy yeah. view I gave too, um, which is like my my take on it is when you're in alignment with your higher self, you can survive these enemies rather than you have to have God on your side, you know? Because when you're in alignment with your higher self, when you're in alignment and have connection with that, you are balanced. You are living to your life's purpose. Those things just don't affect you because you have perspective and insight onto why they're happening. Much like how Jesus was acting in that situation. Like, in a lot of situations, I guess, maybe not that one, where it's like, shit's happening. 
people people have just been saying that he's not real this is not real Mm -hmm. he's bullshitting all of you and and he speaks up against it but it doesn't affect him you know he's in alignment (laughs) and he continues doing it yeah exactly okay now another interesting thing from that part oh my god i just have to tell you about this fucking website that i found Mm -hmm. while i was while i was looking okay okay so this this website is just bible sermons it is just sermons things that preachers teach and there's a whole this whole one it says so here's the sermon of um of christ's which is dealing with something very up to date the occult (laughs) and it's important (laughs) and it's important that you and i understand that the lord jesus christ is teaching concerning the occult (laughs) you will all know the word occult is the word used um is a word that is used concerning the dark side of life especially concerning the powers of the devil and the powers of hell and it like goes really in depth about it like He's, okay, it says it's kind of an illusion. You could even call it a parable if you'd like. It's a picture, anyway, of something that you could do with the occult to make the whole subject easier to grasp and to understand. Um, let's see. Where was it? It was so... Oh, it's down here. Okay, okay. okay. First of all, we're, we're told by Christ that there is a strong man armed, and this is, of course, in reference to the devil, to Satan. Um, he says that Satan is like a strong man who's armed. Let's look at this very carefully. Satan, he says, is very strong. We must never underestimate the power of the devil, and we should never laugh at the devil. We should never use the the devil's name carelessly. Okay. Okay. This is sounding like anime to me right now, because it's like, you're not telling me really, like, I'm not understanding why he's bad. You're just telling me he's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no human being is a fraction as intelligent as the devil. He's absolutely brilliant and full of evil, of course. He's a deadly enemy. Sounds sexy and that's to me. The way... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's the way Christ begins to explain to us about the occult. But the power, that that's in quotes, the power which people talk about, this intelligent power um, of immense strength, and energy is total wickedness. Um, geez. Okay, so what's what's the what's happening with the occult right now? Like, how is this that's connecting? What that's what I'm trying to get to, but it's so fucking, it's so much. I'm trying to find the the one part that I read before. It was too good. Is it? Get back to the occult. You said this is all about the occult. Tell me. I'm gonna be so disappointed if I can't find it. It was so funny. I saved the link just so I could talk about it. <laughs> Can you, do you remember any of the words? Search the page for it. I, I don't. It was just so much. <laughs> Not even, I don't know. Just, if it had the word devil, just search devil. And just keep tabbing through it till you find it. Honestly, that works. Yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. There are 84 devils on this page. Um. Well, we've already read like 26, so. (laughs) Okay, this isn't the one that I read, but it still works. The occult is not simply a a subject which men deal with in books and bookshops. It's a very real and powerful truth and concerns us all. Just the, I'm sorry, the end 
phrasing is so weird to me. And the person who's never come to faith in Christ hyphen sadly, comma, tragically hyphen is in this condition. <laughs> what is this condition? Uh, you're just automatically in the occult? What? I guess. Okay, but that's where I'm just, it just makes me laugh because like this whole thing starts with the occult and then he ends this this like section with the occult, but the entire mid part is literally just talking about the entirety of the secular world. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a difference between the occult and being secular. Being secular does not make you part of the occult. Does not. Mm, but being secular is the gateway drug. Right. Yep. But it's dumb. That's dumb. That's freaking dumb and everybody knows it. <laughs> I'm so sad that I can't find the one section I wanted to read of this. It was just so silly. Just such such misinformation, like fear-mongering. So fucking dumb. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm done fixating on that. Sorry to take so long. That that was interesting. It was just such a weird take, and I was like, how did you get that from that? Because <laughs> that was all based they were on just already that mad two about verses. They were already mad about it, straight up. Where where were we in the thing? It was... Um, I think we're He's this... to verse 24 now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. This part with the, the unclean spirits, which I'm kind of glad I got to, like, you know, read it again. Because I think I remember the first time this was giving me trouble on exactly what it was trying to say. Mm -hmm. But, like, what's making more sense to me now with this, you know, this man, he's got a terrible spirit. But then he gets it cleaned. And, you know, he just goes and will, does whatever and... And then later, he comes back, and he has, like, seven even worse spirits. So, to me, it seems to, it's more like the, the man with the, the, he had the spirit in in the beginning, that, that unclean spirit, and he went to Jesus, or he went to another Pharisee or whatever, and had it removed. And then he's just going to come back later, and he's going to be worse, because it's like, oh, I can just have this removed. I don't need to keep up with the maintenance in between exactly yeah there's no accountability yes or i, I guess responsibility taken mm -hmm. like you can't just stay the same and like expect to be yeah absolutely and that that's just freaking true man like i phrased it in my notes as um <laughs> the beginning is bad but <laughs> uh, if you do the thing to stop the bad thing you but you don't maintain doing the good thing the bad thing will come back. If you sweep but you don't wash, it's not actually fixing the problem. It's fixing a symptom, treating a symptom, mm -hmm. really. Yeah, because straight up, like if you just if you just sweep every now and then and you don't sweep as often as you should, like not only is that dirt just building up, but like your floor is not clean. You have to mop. Mm -hmm. You need to mop that floor every now and then. It needs to happen. It's got to be maintained. Okay, you know, I'm feeling really attacked because I really do need to mop my floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But also me too. But also me too, so you're not alone. Oh, but according to, you know, so this last little part talking about 
different levels of demons with all these this, and stronger men and all that. My Bible confirms to me that, yes, some demons are wickeder and stronger. So there is classes or subspecies or a hierarchy. I don't know what word we want for them. Four devils like and demons. Okay, hierarchy. And I will stand by the D&D Monster Manual as a definitive guide to them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which conspiracy theory, if that's true, then only Satan would want to get rid of the thing that's giving out of secrets. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> like, I know that his weakness, well, at least he can get hurt by magical silver weapons. What? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I was looking up what kind of devil he would be to see. <laughs> And I just can't oh. say the name, but Erinyes. Erinyes. Oh, that's right. D&D. Yeah. You just said that. Cross-referencing. I can't talk today. I, oh, <laughs> when I was doing notes on this, and I just kept running into, like, um, like, how do we actually know Satan's pronouns? But I'm pretty sure, sh- but I'm like 100% it's he, him. Because, like, if he is supposed to be vainer than God, then he's going to make sure that we at least get that right. You know, you're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Anything else for this story that we've already read? Uh, not that section. Not that part, at least. I I have little notes on all of it. I mean, yeah. we have read it. I don't know if... Uh-huh. It, well, did, yeah, yeah, just keep going. Okay. Whatever you want. Um, oh, somebody was saying, like, bless the woman who who birthed you and the, the titties <laughs> yes. that you nursed from. And I bless titties. <laughs> That's exactly what the guy said. So then I imagine, like, Jesus was more than a little uncomfortable when, like, someone interrupts him talking about, like, whatever it is that he was just talking about and just to interrupt him to compliment his mom's boobs like that that has got to yeah. be very awkward oh totally yeah that is totally what happened there your mom's got it's a like, nice rack too it's like, <laughs> that's what it was yeah <laughs> uh, no okay and then back to what i was talking about and <laughs> <laughs> straight up straight up that's so funny <laughs> and uh so jesus was basically like nobody's blessed for knowing me for being associate like for being my family you are a person is blessed for holding my truth as truth the saint mary edition yeah um then they were talking about signs and and he was talking about how this generation is so evil, so evil, just wicked, and that they just need a, they, they keep asking for a sign, and they don't even realize they have the best sign <laughs> right there, right in front of them. He's just wrong. Um, yeah, he went on this, this whole thing about how Jonah was the sign for the last generation, and they listened and believed just based on his teachings. And he's like, so why aren't y'all listening, even though it's literally fucking me? <laughs> and uh, part of me feels like that's a little bit of, um. He he's just salty that he's not as charismatic as Jonah. Because people listen to him more. I would, hmm. 
Because he went on for a long time about Jonah in comparison to the other things oh, I mean, he's ta- been talking about to this point. Yeah, Jonah is his favorite guy. Like, but no, I he would have more charisma, I guess. You're mm-hmm. right. So why is what? Why does Jesus have less charisma than Jonah? Because that's the human aspect of Jesus. He needed he needed something to oh, be weakness. his struggle. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not very charismatic, maybe. But that, on the other hand, like sometimes he is. And, and that's why he needed a bunch of people to write about his stuff because he's not very charismatic. He's not he's good like, with words. I swear this is good. Yeah, just trust me, guys. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, you're right. Write it down for me. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe because of the life he had, especially being like a carpenter's son, he didn't have an education. I thought he you were going to say smart. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that route too. He could have just not had fingers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he could have, he could have just not been very literate. Fair. Have a very good vocabulary. Uh-huh. That would have definitely impeded his charisma. Yeah. So. Um, after Jonah, after he talks about Jonah and, you know, talks about his charisma fears, um, he goes into talking about how with a lamp, you don't want to cover it because then it's dark and there's no purpose. So shine your light and your eyes are the lamp of the body. And knowing the truth, the light will shine through your body. And uh, when you're, when your eyes are not lit when you ain't lit that's when you struggling (laughs) let's see oh 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 and here we go now we're into the new stuff ish ish yeah you're right (laughs) we haven't read this before but we've read it before yeah definitely so jesus was dining with some pharisees and some lawyers and um they were like shook he didn't like wash before dinner and they were like what's happening and um jesus basically called them out he was (laughs) not basically he called them the fuck out um and essentially he said y'all are so worried about the outside of your cup being clean that you forgot to clean the inside and that's the important part and so um they were upset they were quite salty, and the lawyers were also quite salty. Um, they said, look, Jesus, we're offended at this too. And he said, oh, and you. <laughs> and he lays into them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were all upset, and they kept pushing him in hopes that he'd slip up. And uh, Jesus was being unapologetically him. That's pretty summarized version of it. He just mic dropped and left. Yeah, he just offended everybody. By by spitting fire, spitting truth bombs, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He gave them all the more reason to be mad at him. Yeah, like I like that he kind of gets to how the Pharisees don't even understand why they're doing what they do, though. They yeah. just do it. So he's just like, "What's your problem?" Like you know, God made everything around you. There's dirt there. There's dirt here. What, what's the matter if it gets inside? Like yeah, straight up. I think that's an interesting point because, like, that's another common thing in, I mean, you see it a lot in Catholicism, but also in Christianity, just people doing the things because that's what they were taught to do, and they don't know why they do the things, but they do the things. Mm -hmm. 
and, and Jesus was one of them that's like asking why and trying to figure it out. Uh, so, I mean, he probably had some hypotheses that were close and some that were pretty far off. But he was like, okay, you know, finding how things interact with each other that make cures or help people or whatever it is. So now he's taking levels as an alchemist. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like the idea of Jesus the alchemist. That reminds me of something funny I heard the other What? Um, a one of my friend's friends, <laughs> um, that, like, grew up very Catholic and... Um, some Jehovah's Witnesses came to their family's house one day and their, their dad answered the door and they asked, you know, do you know our Lord and Savior Jesus? And he was like, yes, I eat his flesh every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> they never came back. <laughs> it just made me laugh. But the funny part from that, I don't remember how it got to this, if this was actually part of that story, but it turned into like, some people, or the idea in Catholicism is that eating the bread and the wine, it it quite literally transmutes to the body of Christ in your, in your body. <laughs> okay. And I'm just like, holy shit, there's just this whole religion out here that's just talking about alchemy just being so normal, but like, it's also not okay. Well, because it can only be done inside you because that's where the Holy Spirit is. If you try to do it outside with your hands, now you're trying to be mm -hmm. like that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting to me. Mm -hmm. There's this whole, there's this whole, like, alchemy part of Catholicism I had no idea existed. I think I heard of that before, but I never really made the connection. It's pretty dope. I hear transmutation and I think of Full Metal Alchemist, I, so I can't well, help. Yeah, but I think I might have didn't heard like transform, like or whatever. But you know, oh, the transmutation, and yeah. of course, that's the only time you use the word. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Anyways, that was a ramble. Hmm. Um, I think I'm good on that part. Sweet, me too. So then, another part that we've kind of heard before too is luke 12 1 to 12 where he's just like watch out for the pharisees leaven guys but this time it's to just a crowd of people instead of just the men in his boat when he was running away or whatever before yeah my my translation said thousands of people they're being trampled yeah there was just many multitudes okay that was another thing I had when I when I was reading this, another realization. It's like, we think of thousands of people, and that doesn't really hit us in the same way of what that actually meant back then. Because we just hit 8 billion people. Like, there's people fucking everywhere. <laughs> but that was not the case back then. I'm sure that was the case back then. There are still people everywhere, yes. But, like, the population We're has... Being... <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But the population, like, can you imagine where some of these people would have had to come from to get there for there to be thousands of people? Like, that's a lot. If, is, if he's still in a big city, though, there would at least... I know. Everyone from the city would have to come out. Yeah. Either everyone from the city or people traveling, you know? Mm -hmm. They gotta come see the Jesus. The Christe. I don't remember. Crisco is so weird. I remember using it a lot Crisco. growing up. Yeah. 
And then he goes on to like, you know, don't worry about trying to keep secrets or trying to put on shows or anything because anything you try to hide will eventually be known and if and stuff about a deal on sparrows or whatever <laughs> my bible note says that uh, you could that normally two sparrows or one farthing so then if you got four you got an extra one for free but don't worry god cares about you just as much as the one that he paid for like that is <laughs> what are you what no. Pretty much. I'm I did not like that pretty parable. Pretty sure that's not the... But, yeah. Okay, I didn't like the parable at all to begin with, but I had a very similar Bible note to that. <laughs> I just got really introspective on that one with the whole, like, everything comes to light and whatever you've said will find a way to the surface. You know, that's so fucking true. It's just something he said really quick to them. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is true. It is very true. If you say something, it, it has weight. Our words hold weight. <laughs> it's gonna come out, mm-hmm. even if you keep it a secret, you know? So many people just seem to forget that. And it just made me very introspective and just think about all my family shit, you know? <laughs> all the shits. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you can lie to anyone but yourself, really, and go with your gut again. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yourself. So I mean, this this fits as a as a good end for a greatest hits. Yeah, totally. Well, did, was there anything that stuck out your favorite track? Um, one thing I I enjoyed so silly was that three verse parable about the stronger enemies and the stronger man. You know, mm-hmm. I, purely because of the rabbit trail I went down on that with the occult and all that, <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> so silly and so ridiculous to me i just had a really fun time with it so that one stood out for sure yeah <laughs> um um there is another thing hold on actually i think kind of having that realization or idea hy- hypothesis that jesus um is actually just lacking in the charisma department yeah that was very interesting because it's always been like oh yeah of course he was yeah, totally. Of course. That's how he got people to like him. Of course. Yeah. No. No. I think that that was actually his biggest struggle, or one of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, like, the realization more of, like, okay, who else has mainly been called a devil worshiper throughout history? Like, okay, people who study in sciences try to find other ways to do things. Totally. So, okay, yeah. Freaking totally. Yeah. I really like that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I did have with with the extra stuff about science in here for that was on my mind for this. It's like Son of Man really does seem to like fit with that, like a celebration of man's achievements. Right, I can totally get that. It still seems like an ego trip to oh, TBH. Hey, I, what scientist wasn't? Right, exactly. <laughs> when you make it that far, when you're doing such amazing things that are so beyond the normal realm of understanding. Oh God! Don't like, was is he just Elon Musk? Oh my God! Say it ain't so. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Uh, Wait, does that mean Elon is the 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 coming of the re the returning of Christ, the second coming of Christ? There we go. Nah. I don't want that. Nah. I don't want that life. I don't want that timeline. I don't <laughs> want that dimension. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, Elon Christ. Elon Crust. 
I know. It was so hard not to say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't have any updates for you guys. I don't really either. So we'll see you in the next episode. Catch you later. See ya, pals. <laughs> hey, buddies. Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes as well as some memes. We also have a threadless shop, shop.thehighpriest.show. There's almost always new merch popping up there, so be sure to check back regularly. If you want to and can responsibly donate, but have enough merch, buy us a coffee. Buyusacoffee.com slash the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. You can donate once or you can choose to donate monthly. Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.